Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special edition of the Ocho and Ortiz Wrestling Podcast. We're stepping away from wrestling for an episode or two, actually for a couple of episodes. With this coronavirus going around, we thought we'd do something different. So on this episode, we're going to discuss Disney, and we're going to do a couple of Disney-related podcasts going forward. So we hope you enjoy this. Please leave us a comment. Let us know what you think of this Disney podcast, and if you'd like us to do more. And uh, if you do enjoy this, please be sure you give it a like and, uh, again, leave a comment and share it on social media. Thanks, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special edition of the Ocho and Ortiz Wrestling Podcast. Special because there's no wrestling right now, so we're going to do something a little different. What is it? Stay tuned and you'll find out. Let's get this shit started. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a special episode of Ocho and Ortiz. It may be something that we do more regular going forward. I don't know. I just thought it was a, a fun idea. I don't even really know entirely what this show is going to be, but I know how much Josh loves Disney. I enjoy Disney myself, so I thought it would be fun just to do a Disney podcast. Again, I don't have a specific format. We're just going to sort of wing it and see how it goes. We're probably going to do a couple of these over the next few weeks until everything settles down. But with a lot of wrestling on on hold, I figured, you know what? Let's do something fun. Let's do something different. And like I said, Josh, I know you're a huge, huge fan of Disney. So I knew as soon as I texted you and asked you if you wanted to do something different, I knew you were going to jump at it as soon as I told you exactly what it was. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you said it, I literally just text you, I'm in, in all caps. And, like, <laughs> I, I mean, like we literally talked about this earlier today, and we're doing it tonight. Yeah, I thought this was going to be a side thing. I was literally going to be like, welcome to the Ocho and Ortiz Disney podcast. Well, I, th- I, I would like it to be a side thing. I would definitely I, I like it to be a side thing. But we'll, we'll see how this first one goes. It's it's Baby Steps. Baby, baby Steps. steps. Um, and like, he's, like you did say, we're, we are going to do a couple of these, and we are going to have... A guest at some point. Yeah, a our friend, friend of ours Bob will be from the Cretans Guild. Yeah, we will. We will definitely have Bob on here because Bob is another one of those Disney fanatics as well. I mean, he 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 does live down in Florida, so he actually gets to go to the parks quite often. So whenever we do a park episode specifically, we are definitely going to have Bob on that for sure. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of parks, we're recording this and. <laughs> as of this recording, <laughs> we're kind of supposed to be getting ready to go to Florida. Yeah, for, next week <laughs> for Tampa and 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 Disney and and Orlando and Busch Gardens. However, thanks to uh, thanks to the virus that's going around, shutting everything down, that is not happening. I have not been to is any Disney theme parks since since I was a child. I know I go or I know you go quite regularly. Josh, let me get the show started by by asking you. 
when was the first time you remember going to Disney theme parks and what was it that you loved about them that made you continue to want to go on the regular basis with which you go? My earliest memory of going to the parks, I would have been probably about five, five or six, because my sister was like just born. So we have a five year gap between us. So I probably would have been five. And like I've seen there's pictures, but I do still have some memories. Like I remember going on Dumbo with my with my dad. Like that was something we always went on. And Peter Pan with my mom, because that was her favorite and my and my favorite ride as a kid. And like that was one of the few times I think my grandmother from Mexico ever came up. And I don't even know how we got her in the States back then, because that would have been 95. (laughs) But yeah, no, um, that was my earliest thing. And then the only other uh, after that, we went we started going on the regular in like 2007, I want to say, where my mom decided, hey, I'm going to take you guys to Disney. And my sister and I are like, well, fuck, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so and I, I, one, of the, one of the best things I remember was that my dad, they, they had just split up maybe a few years before. Right. And my dad was like, hey, I'm going to take you guys to Mexico. And I was like, all right. So we had went to Mexico one week and then we had come back. And like two weeks later, we were flying to Florida with my mom for for Disney. And I remember my teachers being like, you should tell your parents to stop doing this. Your education is more important. And I remember looking at them and saying, fuck that. I'd rather go on vacation. (laughs) And then after that, it became more of a yearly thing with my mother. Yeah. And it was just that's something that and that's why I kind of like going now, because um, it really makes me feel a lot closer to her because I don't know. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but I did lose my mom a few years ago. And it just brings back a lot of great memories with her. Mm -hmm. And like one of the rides that I always still go on every single trip, pretty much every single day that I'm at the Magic Kingdom is Peter Pan just to feel a little closer to her at some point. It might be a weird thing. I don't know. But like, it's just that's one of the reasons why I like go there. It's it's the happiest place on earth. It really is. And you may remember this. I don't know if you do. I know I can't remember mine. Do you remember what the first Disney movie was that you that you watched? And, yes. And what was it? Aladdin. Nice. It was it was the it was the animated version of Aladdin. My <laughs> that was what ninety one or something. I think it was. I was Aladdin. I, like, I, I was think like a, was ninety two, ninety three. Yeah. So I was like Beauty two and the Beast. Old. I think was ninety one. So I was like two or three years old, and that was the first movie my parents ever took me to in a movie theater was Aladdin. So Aladdin is a big part of like my Disney thing. Like even when this when the live action Aladdin came out, I fucking love that movie. But Beauty and the Beast is another one of my favorites. I remember as a kid, whenever I would get sick, that was the movie my mom and I would watch all the time. And it was my mom's favorite one as well. And so we also... I got to take her to go see the live stage production here about a year before she did pass as well, which was really cool, uh, really, really well done. And I've also seen the Aladdin stage show as well, which is also really, really well done. Yeah, I, I like I said, I can't remember the first Disney movie I ever watched. Like, I, I can't recall which one it was. But, I mean, I was born in the time of that of that Disney renaissance, right? Like, yeah. in, in that late 80s, early 90s when... 
when they were getting back into their animation and it was and their animated movies were taken off again. So I don't remember the first one that I saw, but I remember as I was growing up when I when I was that age, like four, five, six, all these movies were being shown to me, especially when I was in like daycare and and like kindergarten and stuff. We were watching all these these movies that had just recently come out from Disney. So things like The Little Mermaid, things like Beauty and the Beast, and then Aladdin and and Lion King. I think Lion King may have been the first Disney movie that I saw in theaters. The first Disney animation, at least the first one that I remember seeing in theaters, because it was Robin Williams. And I, yeah, I've I've always been a huge huge Robin Williams fan. But yeah, just growing up in that Renaissance, and then. You know, even even movies that you don't associate with Disney or you didn't associate with Disney at the time that as you get older, you find are Disney properties. And I don't know if they were Disney properties at the time or if Disney has acquired them through the years since. But like movies like Brave Little Toaster, which are owned by Disney and um, Oliver and Company, which I believe was a Disney property to begin with. I can't remember. I think I think think Brave Little Toaster they acquired through mergers, but Oliver and Company was definitely one that that was a, a Disney original, Disney owned. But at the time I don't I don't remember like Oliver and Company wasn't one that was like pushed the way Little Mermaid and, and Beauty and the Beast was. I remember watching it as a kid and I remember absolutely loving that movie, but it wasn't pushed like the big ones. And then years later, as I grew up and I tried to find Oliver and Company on like DVD and Blu-ray, you know, realizing that it was Disney. And I'm like, oh, this has been a Disney movie all, all the time. But yeah, so there's not one single movie, but just the the being born and raised in, in the age of the Disney Renaissance, I think, is what sort of ignited my love for Disney because it was hard to go anywhere without Disney being advertised because Little Mermaid I believe was 89 Beauty and the Beast was 91 Aladdin was 92 I believe Pocahontas was 93 Lion King was 94 so it was just this explosion every year there was just a big well-budgeted Disney cartoon production so just growing up in that time period, it was hard not to be fascinated by Disney. And I think I think that's uh, that's what brought me into that world. Yeah. So Aladdin was 92, like you said. Um, Lion King was 94. Pocahontas was 95. Oh, did Pocahontas? I thought Pocahontas came out before. Yeah, no, no that's, was... that's about right. Yeah, 95. I think they had been working on it before Lion King. Mm. But I yeah, think Beauty Lion the King was 91. And then Lion King was released first, but I think yeah. they were working on both around the same time. Yeah, and then but there's even some like Mulan was like '98, and that was a fucking fantastic film. Um, even uh, and the, Hun- I, Hunchback of Notre Dame, I think, was like '96, '97, something like that. Like like that that those '90s were just like fantastic. And then that's also when they they started doing the the Pixar movies with yes. um, yeah uh, Toy, Toy Story. Story. I, I remember uh, that Hunchback being huge because yeah. that was. That was the first fully computer animated movie. Yeah. And 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 like I said, Toy Story just was fucking amazing. Tim Allen and, and uh, Tom Hanks. what's his name? Tom Hanks. Right. Like 
that's that was just so beautifully put together and like it's spawned off three sequels all of them still amazing i don't care what anybody says (laughs) i've still only ever watched the the first toy story really yeah i've never seen two through four Oh man, you need a you need an ed- education. <laughs> but you need an education on those ones. Yeah, and then all the <laughs> all the all the computer animate ones that came out branching out to to Pixar. And then I remember, you know, you sort of get older and people tend to to fall out with with cartoonish things. Yeah. But I remember I remember the movie that brought me back into Disney after not after taking a couple years away from Disney as I grew up and became a teenager and shit was watching Lilo and Stitch. And I remember watching Lilo and Stitch in the theater with your cousin White and, and I think we ended up seeing that one about three or four times in theater. And I absolutely nice. fucking love that movie. It was just so great. And you know, Disney had sort of stepped away and was focusing more on their computer animated stuff at the time. And this was really sort of a throwback to just the the classic studio animation. So yeah, Leo and Stitch definitely reignited my love for, for Disney movies in the in the two thousands. Yeah, Lilo and Stitch was a great movie. You know, I, now that you you mentioned him, Whiten was actually one of those one of the big reasons that we started going because him and his mom actually used to go all the time. Like that was like a yearly trip for them. And then so one time that that first time where my mom said, "Hey, I'm gonna take you guys to Disney," and this was like without my father, Brandon actually came with us. So we all went together and he was kind of showing us all around to the point that I think now I've been there more than him and I have to show him around now. But uh, yeah, I know Brandon was definitely instrumental in us going there quite often. So sorry, I got I got distracted because I, I was reading a response to somebody on, on Twitter. But yeah, so if you had to pick a favorite classic animated Disney film and a favorite Pixar film as your as your two favorites from each genre which ones would you go with oh my god it's like the hardest question ever (laughs) (laughs) ask me my favorite wrestler I'll tell you right now Uh, (laughs) shit if you want to go Pixar then I'm definitely going to stick with the original Toy Story like that's just an absolute classic oh man I I I, I think I'm gonna go Beauty and the Beast. Nice. Yeah, I think I'm gonna say Beauty and the Beast. It's just it's that and Aladdin. Those two are just something I can never get. I can never stop watching it. Like if it's on TV, then I'm gonna watch the whole thing. Doesn't matter where it is. It's just those I could just rewatch over and and over again. That's fair. I think for me, it would probably be Aladdin for the for the classic animated. I think Lion King would probably be my number two. Like, Aladdin and Lion King on a good day could switch back and forth for me, but I think I'm going to go... If I I absolutely have to make a choice and I can't sit on the fence, I'm going to go with Aladdin. Yeah. With their computer animated stuff. Oh, man. (sighs) Give me a sec. I I just have to Wikipedia because... (laughs) Because Pixar and DreamWorks, I sometimes get their their titles, their their movies mixed up. So I have to I have to just search to make sure. 
I mean, I think for me, I, I would say that Brave might be one of the most underappreciated of the Pixar movies, especially in the last decade. I thought Brave was a lot better than than what than what people give them credit for. But oh man, if I had to go my all time favorite Pixar, I I think I got to go Monsters Inc. Yeah, I was just looking at that as well. I was like, oh, Monsters Inc. is is a part of that. Oh, even a Bug's Life is a part of that. Oh man, yeah, it is. Yeah, like I'm still I'm still gonna stick with Toy Story, right? But like, oh wow, Monsters Inc., Incredibles, Ratatouille, Wall-E. You know, I've actually never seen Brave. Like, and, and it's weird because like it was one of my mom's. My mom loved that movie. I don't even know if she watched the whole thing, but I know she loved that movie. She loved the idea of of Merida. That I had to go and like one time I was in Florida and I found a Christmas ornament of her and like I I was just like all right here we go done. Well, I, I mean, like I said, I I think it's one of the most underrated Pixar films. It it had the it had the unfortunate distinction to come out. I think it was the year before Frozen or the year after Frozen. I can't remember which. And Frozen was just a juggernaut that that took off. And I think if there had been two or three years difference between Brave and and Frozen being released, I think Brave would have gotten more of the accolades that it deserves. But I think because it was just so closely released to 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 Frozen that Frozen just completely overshadowed it in in all aspects. But it was it was absolutely a great film, and I, I can't can't recommend you watching it enough. Although maybe I'm just biased because it takes place in in Scotland, which is you know not somewhere that most Disney films take place. Like they're usually in in you know England or Denmark or like places like that. So to see it in like Scotland was was something nice and and different. I love the Celt- use of Celtic music in that film. But speaking of, of, you know, you've never seen Brave, you also hadn't until today or yesterday watched Frozen. So what, what were your thoughts on Frozen now that you've seen Frozen for the first time? I, I think it was Frozen was excellent, like really, really well done. And, and just a quick thing I did check. Yeah, Brave came out in 2012 in June and then um, Frozen came out in November of 2013. So it was about a year and a half gap there. But I mean, all all that, all that, it may have came, come out in November, but I remember like the advertising and stuff started really early for Frozen. Yeah. Like that was just a juggernaut. Yeah, yeah, I know. I remember that. I, I, I was kind of reluctant to see it just because of all the hype. I'm like, nah, this is going to be stupid. It's not going to be good. And I just, I just was kind of against it. And then what they did at Disney in in Orlando at the Epcot at the Epcot the uh, God the Norway Pavilion I think it is mm-hmm. they switched the ride that was called Maelstrom which was an awesome ride they it was it's a water ride they kept the same track layout so it's still a water ride but they rethemed it to Frozen. And I went on it. I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking fantastic. <laughs> like, that was like my favorite fucking ride for like a year. I'm like, all of the new rides that came out, I'm like, holy shit, this was 
this was my new favorite ride before like Star Wars opened. Okay. <laughs> and like that was something I would make sure I get a fast pass for sure because there's always like a two hour wait for that ride. And then over at Hollywood Studios, they had switched what was the American Live experience. So guests at the at the park would audition. Mm-hmm. And I even I auditioned one time, didn't make it through, obviously. But it, it was they would do about six shows a day. Five of them were and whoever won throughout the first five would go on to the final show, something like that. Right. And they, I think throughout the day, if uh, if you did win that, you got like some like special pass to go into all the rides fast or something like that. Then the winner was would get chosen by the audience because they have like a thing on the side there. And the winner of that of the final show would get a golden ticket to actually audition front of the line for the real American Idol. Yeah. Which which was pretty cool. So they had they in the last I think they switched it maybe two, three years ago now, they had switched that to a frozen sing along. So I mean I, I kind of got the story of Frozen through watching that. Mm-hmm. And again, I was pretty reluctant to go see it just because I did like the the fuck what is it called whatever i just american i don't think i really did enjoy that but i went to go see it and i was like holy shit this is actually really funny it's, it's it, because it's it's a mixture of showing clips from the movie and songs and having everybody sing along to having actual live actors there and they're doing jokes and they're cracking jokes with the audience and this and that it's it's real it's really interactive like one of the guy the one of the guys on stage i've seen him see so point at the kid in the front row who's dressed like kylo ren and when Kylo Ren tries to choke him, he plays along with it. I'm like, this is this is fantastic. It it's just it's just awesome, right? And I'm like, wow, this is so funny. I actually might go watch the movie. And so I did. I did finish the movie. I started it a little bit ago before Frozen Two was going to come out. I did start it, and then I just finished it today. And I I I actually thought it was really really well done. And I'm looking forward to watching the second one now. Yeah, I I watched I watched the second one for the first time the other In day. In forever. Yeah, <laughs> for the first time in forever. But yeah, no, I watched the first one. Uh, I watched the second one for the first time uh, on Saturday, and or sorry, on Friday because we're recording this on Sunday night. So I watched it for the first time on on Friday, and for me personally, I think the story for the second one is a lot better than what the first one is, but. The, the music and songs for the first one is better. Like, the, the music for the second one is just... I, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, it's complete shit. I was not a fan of the music in this one, but the, overall, the story I thought was really good. Definitely fills in some gaps. Also kills some, some Reddit Disney conspiracy theories, which we won't get into on this episode, but probably in a, in a future episode, I definitely want, want to tackle that. But yeah, it fills in gaps from the first movie, kills some Disney conspiracy theories that have been circulating the internet since the first Frozen movie came out. So, I mean, I, I, I really recommend the, the second movie. I would just say don't expect the music to be anywhere as good as what the first one was. I mean, like, I I really wasn't because we're in March, almost April now. And I I still just I still just hear the the other ones from the first one being played. Right. I don't I don't think I've actually heard a song from this one. Well, the the new one out at all. Right. Compared to like 
when when the first one came out, Let It Go was fucking everywhere, right? Let It Go, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Like, yeah. There were so many the, different songs from from the first one that would hit you all the time. But with this one, really the only song that stuck for anybody is Into the Unknown. And then the rest of the songs just do pretty much nothing. Okay. Well, I mean... I'm still looking forward to watching it. Maybe, but, maybe I'll watch it tonight. I really, I really, really want to watch Hercules again. <laughs> I, I, I do want to go back to something I said earlier because I'm looking at the yep. list of Pixar movies and the release dates, and I, I said I think, I think Frozen was somewhat responsible for for killing the hype of Brave and, and derailing what should be a more appreciated movie, but. I forgot, like, Monsters University was released in June 20, uh, in June 2013, so that was only a year after Brave, and I remember all the, like, that movie had been hyped for at least a year, if not yeah. longer, before its release, because Monsters, Inc. was so beloved, and I'm, I'm gonna re, I'm gonna rethink this, and I'm gonna say... Monsters University, I think, had a lot to do with with derailing the momentum of Brave and how good that movie actually was. And I think with Monsters University being such a letdown, I think a lot of... I mean, I don't know if I want to say letdown. It, it was still a hugely successful movie, but I think most people will agree it was nowhere close to what the original was. So I think when Frozen came out in fall of that year, in fall of 2013, I think that just kind of took any thought of people going back and watching Brave out of their heads. So I think it was a mixture of, of Frozen and Monsters University that sort of derailed Brave, which is unfortunate because, like I said, I th- it's a truly, in my opinion, underappreciated movie in the, in the Pixar canon. Yeah, that... You know what? I've actually never seen Monsters University either. That one, but yeah, that one was super hyped up, actually, when you're thinking about it. Like, I remember going to the parks and, like, everything was Monster University and barely anything for Brave. But Monster University was just fucking hitting you anywhere you look. Actually, even to this day, if you go into certain parts of uh, certain parks, like... I will see you will see a Monsters University, um, a Monsters U sweatshirt is what you will see most. I'm not going to lie. That is a definitely a sweatshirt you will see a lot. And you can fucking find it at any store at, on Disney property. Like that's everywhere. Yeah. And I, I, I again, I think I think the hype from that, because it was like 12 years, 11 and a half, 12 years between the mm-hmm. release of Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. And they they were just hyping up monsters university so much like i said well over a year in advance that i think that sort of took away from brave which was uh, which was definitely unfortunate because brave is a great movie but then they bounced back with inside out which was another terrific movie but i think that's where we're gonna leave it for this episode of of disney just talking about our favorite films and stuff like I said, there are th- other topics that I want to discuss moving forward, but I just thought it would be fun to do a couple of Disney-related podcasts. Hopefully this becomes a side podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoy this enough uh, yeah. that you want to hear more Disney-related episodes. So, I mean, if you do, absolutely let us know. 
Give us a like if the podcasting network that you're listening on allows you to do likes. I know some do, some don't. But every single podcasting platform will allow you to leave a comment. So please be sure you're leaving us comments, letting us know what you think and if you want us to do more Disney shows. Having said that, Josh, anything else you'd like to add before we go? Uh, yeah, no, if you are if you like this, you know, let us know. I'm I'm 100% on board for this whole being a side project thing. <laughs> I have so, I have a lot of Disney knowledge and like this will be a lot of fun. I think it'll be great and I want to do more of these shows. And I'm really looking forward to when we get Bob on at one point to do like a, a um, yeah, Bob's, like you said, got, Bob's you, gonna be great. Yeah, that's gonna be fantastic. As as somebody who lives there and goes to it more than I do, and I and I consider myself somebody who goes there quite often. <laughs> it'll be it'll be fun to talk shop or not even shop, but just be fun to talk to him about different things. I mean, like I, I do talk to him when I'm am planning a trip, right? You know, a little thing for you. I actually didn't tell you I was gonna leave this as a little surprise, but I was trying to coordinate plans with him for this upcoming trip to meet up but you know didn't happen because <laughs> of the fucking coronavirus so yeah I w- i'm excited for this when we do that the parks one we will definitely have bob on and even when we do a conspiracy theories one because i know you want to do that i'm pretty sure we'll have bob on for that as well because he seems to be he's got a lot of knowledge on that as well yeah i'm i'm definitely looking forward to doing some Disney conspiracy theory related episodes. Uh, I've already got one in mind, possibly a couple more, but we'll see how it goes. Anyways, guys, as always, whether you're listening to this in the morning, the afternoon, the evening, whatever time of day it is, where you are, when you're listening, we thank you for listening. We appreciate you listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.